Hello everybody, welcome to our second interview. Uh, Francesca and I were talking today to Kushnit. She's a student from the Indian community and we talked with her about her adventures here in Darwin, about her future plans and about Korean dramas. That was something totally new for us, probably also for you. So enjoy this podcast. Hi guys, we are here again. Me, Dennis, and a new special guest, Koshnit. Hi Koshnit, how are you? Hi, Jessica and Dennis. I'm good. How are you guys? Thank you very oh, much. We are very great. We are happy to uh, have today an interview with you, someone from the Indian community. Oh, I'm thank sure, you so much. I'm sure we can reach out to many people today because there are almost 750 million Indians on the world. So if there will be 50% yeah. who are going to listen to it, it would be great. Yeah, probably there's a lot of international students in Darwin as well. So, hope so. That's good. So, Koshnit, I know you have an interesting story. And uh, how was your life before Darwin? Uh, so, I will tell you something about my background. So, as you know, I'm an Indian. I, I, I was born in India, like the biggest state of India in Rajasthan, in a small village though. And I lived there like 17 and a half years of my life. I moved here in Australia when I wasn't even 18. So I did my high school in India from a, like, a simple school, not like a high class school or something. Yeah, so this is it. So you came here with 18 years old. Were you totally alone then? Sorry, what is it? Were you totally alone when you came to Darwin? Oh yeah, because I was just about to 18, but I had to, I had to apply for like guardianship from university. So I paid for like $1,500 for it. Then I was allowed to live with a Chinese family over there. They gave me the guardianship and everything, but I turned out to be Explain to us and our audience, what is it? So it was like, because when someone don't have the family in like in Australia. So they have to apply for the guardianship from university. Otherwise they can't get the visa because university have to make sure the students is gonna live here safe with safe family. So they, uh, so uh, my agent, probably all the agents apply for the guardianship from the university and university choose a family for a student to live with and they provide okay. us food, food room, everything wi-fi and everything but i just live in because i was almost 18 so i just live there with that was a chinese family over there so i just lived there with like two days only and then i moved with oh. my cousins so um oh. i need to say kushnet is a very fast talker kushnet maybe you should think about your uh, your speed because not all the international students are very good listeners like you Oh, I'm sorry. I will try to now. I will try to speak slowly now. 
But um, did I heard that right? So you came, you left your country with 18 years old, totally alone. And you, you just said you need a new adventure. Was that the purpose? Uh, no, it's not like I didn't have anyone to here in Australia. I'm living with my cousins now because I have my cousins, my two cousins, sisters here. Because when I moved to Australia, I moved in Western Australia, the Perth city. There, there was two of my cousins living there already. So I just moved with them. So it wasn't really that hard for me. So how was your time in Perth? The Perth, uh, I would say the Perth, well, my experience in Perth was really good than Darwin because, you know, there is, as we can see, there is not much people here, but the Perth is like kind of overcrowded city, a lot of people over there. And I was like able to make a lot of friends. I used to hang out and everything. But now in Darwin, even Francesca said that she never go out. So it's been yeah, I never go out because there is a lockdown. But before, <laughs> I used to go out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that would be a total new information about Francesca that she never <laughs> went out. Oh, no, no, no. Francesca was saying to me that like she, she need never go out. Oh, yeah, needs you really need to go out more uh, as soon as it's possible. I, I hope when this situation will finish, we can organize a party or something like that. Yeah, probably we can. <laughs> um, Just enjoy I have... life. <laughs> I, yeah. I would like to ask you, Kushnet, you said that you really had a great time in Perth. So, so why did you left Perth? Uh, because as, you, as I told you, I was living with my cousins and my cousin's study was already complete when I moved in Perth. So they are on the TR visas and, you know, in Darwin, there is conditions are better for the TR visas. What's the TR The students who are temporary resident, like the work visas or something. So their work condition, so their visa good to be here in Darwin for them. So when they moved here, they were like, how are you going to manage over there all alone? So it's good to move with us. And I was studying computer science there in Perth. And computer science wasn't my cup of tea. So I was planning yeah. to change my course as well. And they were like, if you're going to change the course, why not come with us in Darwin? And it's going to be good for our future as well. That's so awesome. the course oh, I was... What are you studying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was about to tell you. The course I was planning to choose was a social course. And the course, the Darwin has good options for it. As you know, there is a lot of indigenous community and everything. Yes. So I... So I decided to like study on indigenous communities and their culture. So, I, so now the course I'm doing is Bachelor's in Humanitarian Aid and Development. So it's like a mixture of psychology. I'm studying psychology. I'm studying human services. I'm studying indigenous culture and their history. And I'm also studying history, like the World War II and politics. Oh, it sounds interesting. It is, and, but it's hard as well. Me. Yeah, so Kushnit, uh, everyone knows that um, university in Australia is very expensive for the international students. Uh, it is. How can you pay your studies? Uh, when I moved here, my parents pay my like first semester fees. It was fourteen thousand dollar. My parents paid it yeah. already, and my high school marks was marks was really good. So I got the scholarship in Perth. 
it was like $5,000. So I paid my one semester fees over there, the computer science one. But then I decided to move here and I couldn't get any scholarship here. So because I was working in the part as well, so I kind of have the half of money to pay my fees and my parents helped me and also my cousins. I paid this semester fees with the help of my brother's credit card, but now I've already paid it back because I'm, I tell you I'm working in KFC and in Darwin, I moved here like eight months before, before my studying. So it was, I was like kind of full-time worker here. So I worked in KFC and managed to pay my fees. Yeah, it's good to say, I, I know you before this interview, and it's good to say that you are a good example for all the people of your age, because even if you are just 18, are you still 18? Uh, I'm about to be 19 in July. Okay, you're still 18. You're a yep. good example. You work hard for your, to reach your goal and you work in KFC. So it's good to say you're, uh, you're yeah, a I'll good tell student and a good worker. Yeah, I'll tell you all the international students. It's not really hard, the fees of university. It's not really hard. If we're working only 20 hours in a week, it's not that hard. And also, you know, the wages in Darwin is much more better than the Perth and Melbourne cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it was a compliment anyway. <laughs> no, yeah. it is. Because, you know, I was, when I was in Perth, I used to work in Red Rooster. And the wages are like much more higher in KFC in Darwin now. Uh, Kusha, now when you look back on your first study, the computer science, do you see it as good experience, good that you tried, or do you think you uh, really totally lost your time there? No, it's not like it wasn't like the waste of my time because when I came here, I wasn't even like I was in a totally different environment, you know, because as you know, I'm in I'm from a small village of India when I came to Australia, so it was kind of good experience I get to know in I was in Morocco University in Perth so there was like a lot of international students from India from Italy from everywhere so it was good experience because I get to know how they talk because I wasn't very good in speaking English as well I had like a good experience how to live here how to manage to get our fees our rent and what kind of food here is. So it wasn't, I can't say it, it was like wasted of my time. It wasn't really. I like, I learned a lot of things from that, from Perth, which is but, helping in me down here. That's good. That's good. And do you think you are now in the right study? Do you think this is the school that you're really um, interested in? Yeah, of course, because as you told you, I'll tell you my future plans. I wanted to be a police officer. So it's good to choose this course because it's in a social, social working line. So this course, I'll get to know about the indigenous community as well. Uh, I'm okay with working with indigenous people. I will just, this is my two future plans. Either I will be the police officer or second, I'll working with the Larakia community. This is what I want to do. Is this one of your dreams since you were a kid to become a police officer? <laughs> no, as you know, the kids have the different and something different. I, I was, when I was a kid, I was planning, I was like, I'll do the engineering. I will definitely do the software engineering. 
But after that, I feel like, no, it's not my cup of tea. I will change my major. So I was doing computer science here, there. I was really, I'm good in mathematics, but not the coding and all. So I was like, no, it, this isn't going to be for me. So then one of my friends suggested me this course, like it is good. And she t- explained me everything. So I was like, okay, I will go for this course. Do you already have some, do you already made some experience here in Darwin with uh, indigenous community, for example, or did you already had somewhere an internship for social work? Oh, not yet. No, no, no. Because as you know, I can't go, I'm an international student. So this is only my first semester in Darwin. I can't go for the internship. But you know, in the semester break, I'm planning to do a course, like a small diploma or something like in this kind of field, but I haven't mm-hmm. think about it yet. But I'm planning to that, like, I will just do a diploma course that will help me to find a good job here. Okay. And if you, yeah. if you see now some aggressive behavior in the bus, or if you see that are, there are some uh, indigenous on the street uh, and they need help, how do you behave? Uh, I'll tell you my few of experience. As you know, I'm working in KFC. So a lot of indigenous people come there, like ask for free, free food. And they say like they are hungry. And sometimes they behave really aggressive. They like usually break out dustbins and pull out the chairs and everything. But, you know, I feel like when I just came here, I used to feel so pity. I was like, I should help them. And then one of my manager told me it's good to help everyone it's really good but you know the government is also helping them a lot so he was like they don't really need help they are just choosing to believe like this yeah he was like it's their cho- it's their wish to choose like live like this because they have everything he was like government is providing them everything so i guess it's difficult to recognize who really needs help or who really hungry rather than who is just uh, trying to have free food because it's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's a good point, yeah, because as we know, I'm searching through their history and everything. The indigenous people, they are happy to be living like this. So that's a good point as well from Jessica. Like, it's hard to decide here who ne- who really needs help i mean it's difficult to say that all of them choose that uh, some people also argue that the western culture brought them all these things and we push them like in that corner because uh, we could we don't give them any other chance you know yeah it is <clears throat> so it's a it, it is kind of right as well because the western culture was really different from their culture and we kind of pushed them yes we did i need to ask uh kushnet how how did your life change now with the coronavirus and the lockdown and everything what's different than before for you honestly i'll tell you because i'm not like the person who always go out drink and something so it's kind of there isn't any different for me in this quarantine quarantine time period because I was used to working in and working here as well because my company, my KFC, whatever, the KFC isn't really closed yet. So I'm working and 
I never go out. So it's kind of, there is no difference here. But like a lot of my friends calling me from Perth because you know, the coronavirus in Western Australia is huge than Northern Territory. Mm-hmm. So they were like, they, nev- they never go out. They are just in the house. They are like, they are in depression. My, one of my friends called me and she told me that I am in depression. Depression. I can't go out. I'm just staying at home. But and she asked me, how about you? I was like, I'm completely okay with it. So maybe it's a lesson. When this period will finish, you can start to go out and just uh, enjoy life, uh, the life in Darwin and uh, appreciate friends. <laughs> you can have new friends pushing it. Yeah, but and there is one... just studying and working. There is one difference because when, when it wasn't like the coronavirus wasn't in Northern Territory, my uni started in 2nd of, second of March. But I like to go to uni and study in the library. I don't know why I can't study at home. So it was really good when, I, when it was in a quarantine time. I usually went to uni, to my classes, because, you know, the face-to-face study is much more better than the online classes. I feel like yeah, this. Sure. Yeah, so it was really good to go to uni, make friends. But now I have to study at home. So this is a bit difficult. This is the only difference between my quarantine period life and my past life, the usual normal life. You can be happy that you still have your job, you know, many people. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy because, you know, the international students, they have really like the different expenses. You have to pay your rent for your food, for your living here and everything. So my work is really helping me to do this, all these things. But I'm really sorry for the international students who has lost their job in this period. I hope so. They, this is going to be normal soon and they're going to get their job back. Francesca, yes, you wanted to ask something so. before. Yeah, yeah. I was asking you. So in uni, you had the chance to make new friends. I did. I did make friends. So do you usually try to have friendship with Indian people or whatever? No, it doesn't matter for me, as you know. I feel like all the international students, even the domestic students, they are really good with everyone. All the international and domestic students are kind of the same. So I don't mind to make friends with any. Here, like when I went to uni, I make only one Indian friend, but a lot of friends from different communities and from different countries. Like from, I oh, made friends from Zimbabwe, I made friends from China. That's so really it kind good of, to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of doesn't matter for me. And um, I heard you have a very special hobby. You like some uh, South Korean soap operas or soap yeah, dramas. I, is that true? It is definitely true. <laughs> because <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, I love Korean culture a lot. I don't know. I'm kind of influenced by them. So I watch a lot of Korean dramas, their historical dramas, their high school dramas and everything. I can even, I don't know how I explain this. I, I, if I don't watch uh, one episode in a day, I can't sleep at night. I have to watch the drama. Uh. <laughs> So for some people, it's the, yeah, for some people, yeah, it's a cigarette. For some people, it's the Korean drama. But can you explain to the listeners, what, what is it? What, what is this Korean drama? What is it about? 
What's going on there? Nothing. It's just the simple stories because I have watched like a lot of their historical dramas as well. So their their history and the dresses they used to wear. It's really awesome. I don't know the name of the dresses, but it's really different. The different dresses and it's kind of you know the Korean dramas. Some of the Korean dramas are not like related to the real life. They are just fantasy and imagines. Because one of one of the drama was my favorite drama was the Legend of the Blue Sea, and it was on Mermaid. So it was just the whole fake story, but it was interesting. So we can't say like Korean dramas are related to the real life; they aren't, but they are interesting to watch. And, That's um, interesting. Then is we should get informed about Korean drama. <laughs> yeah, you should. Maybe we should try Have to watch. T- Maybe it's something good in this time now. Yeah, watch it. You'll be addicted, and your whole day was gone already when you started watching. And when I, I feel like a lot of people when they start watching the Korean dramas, they get addicted and start the first episode on a day and finish it like twenty-four episode in a day already. I prefer to do some intelligent things as well and not watching TV all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is good as well. It's just I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't know something about Korean drama, but I can tell you I watched a Korean movie and uh, it also won four Oscars and I'm still asking to myself how it's possible. I watched Parasite and someone said it's a very, very good movie, best movie of the year. But seriously, yeah. did you watch it? No, I haven't because I don't really watch the movies. I only watch the dramas, Korean dramas. Oh, and I also, okay. I'll tell you, I also listen to Korean music a lot. They have like... And can you sing it? Pop. Can no. you sing it? <laughs> <laughs> then, I can sing it when the song is playing. Like, I can just, I can't remind it, but when the song is playing, I can just sing along with that song. Do you know the meaning of the word? Yeah, because they have the lyrics there. English lyrics, subtitles. Oh. Okay. And I'll tell you a secret. I'm a biggest fan of BTS. You no idea. What is it? It's a Korean band. They are globally famous. You don't know about it? Globally people famous. Are, yeah. People are like, especially the, the girls from my age and everything. They are crazy for them. Can you repeat the name? BTS. I will check it. Yeah. They have good music. I know they have one uh, song uh, with an American singer, I think, with Halsey. I know that With song. Halsey, yeah. Yeah. And then a boy with uh, <laughs> That was the song. <laughs> Sorry. Right. And I also know another song. It's called uh, Gangnam Style. I think that's also K-pop. Oh. Right? <laughs> it, that's the only one it, that I know. Oh, uh, This song, the whole world knows it. Have you seen, like, check the... Like the views on YouTube, it's in billions, you know? Yeah, it's very, very But famous. it's a too old K-pop style. It's really too old. Oppa Gangnam style. <laughs> and I need yeah, to... but uh, it was popular. It was. Yeah, for the, uh, also for the uh, dancing. Yeah, it was famous. It was really famous. I mean, now when we are talking about music and movies... How about uh, Bollywood? Do you also follow, follow Bollywood movies and Bollywood stars? I'll tell you the honest answer. Um, I seriously don't really like the Bollywood movies. I don't know why. They are good, you know. They are famous as well. The whole, the whole Bollywood actors and actresses. They are 
famous as well. But I kind of don't like their movies and their ideas. I don't know why. They dance a lot as well. Yeah, they dance a lot. But Koshnit, uh, I'm curious to ask you something, uh, if you don't mind. How is the situation in uh, in your city in India? How is your family? Like about the coronavirus? Yes, in this period with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, so... So the prime minister of the India did really good things. Then he get to know that the coronavirus is coming in India. As you know, the Indian population is huge. Yeah. So he just he just locked down the country's country of India right away. He he did the 21 days lockdown already, but it is extended already. This is really good. There is now like 6000 cases of coronavirus already in India and oh. it's kind of in increasing as well but my family they are safe because you know they are really in a small village where not any international people like no tourists usually go there not at all so they are safe i have no tension about it because in rajasthan there isn't any case of coronavirus there is but they are really far away so I seriously okay. don't have it's any about my so family. You can also feel relaxed about your family if they're safe. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes, safe. What about uh, what about the slums? How is the situation there? Uh, as you know, the s- slums are in Mumbai and Delhi, so they are kind of in a risk situation because the number of coronavirus is increasing in Delhi. So and there is a huge slums over there. So that's why Prime Minister did this and had the lockdown and locked down the whole area. Okay. So it is risky over there. It is in like in the huge cities, Mumbai, Delhi and everywhere, it is difficult over there. And I also watched some videos on Facebook that the police in India are very strict and they go around the city with uh, and they stick but, people who are not at yeah. home. Is it true? It is true, but I don't feel like it is right to do, but it is yeah. true. I feel like they shouldn't have done go that far. They could have just talked with them, but probably, I don't know, it's their circumstances and everything. They could have yeah. been like, have a reason to do that. And it's also not really helping with, for the social distancing. I saw videos where the policemen go to someone on the bike and they just start to hit them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw it as well. I kind of didn't feel very, very good as you know, I'm an Indian as well. So I feel like they shouldn't have done that, but they did. Yeah, yeah they shouldn't, but probably, you know, sometimes people, it's uh, hard to understand the, the situation, how bad is the situation. So if uh, if they cannot understand with the good manner, probably in that way they will understand. That's an that argument of a, that's an argument of a mother, and she's probably doing no, no, the same no, thing with I, the kids. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that it's good to go around and uh, hit people with a stick. No, absolutely no. But sometimes, yeah, you know, when the carrot doesn't work, it's good to use the stick. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> um, um, Kushnit, uh, what do you miss the most now that everything is closed uh, in the coronavirus time? What will the first thing be that you are going to do after the lockdown? I seriously don't do the things, like interesting things. 
I'm just missing to go to the university to my class and then meet my friends. This is it because I love to do the assignments and read the chapters and all of the things university together with my friends. I did it like for only three weeks because when the uni was open, this is the only thing I'm missing because I, I can't study at home. I'm missing to study at the library. So I'll definitely gather up with my friends. We will study and do some stuff. So the whole socializing. Yeah, the whole socializing. We can say that. Because now, um, you know, it's no, I, I don't really have the license as well. I have to take the bus as well. So when I take the bus, I kind of feel so insecure. What if I get the coronavirus by touching from someone or anything? So when the this thing, the coronavirus will be gone, I'll be free from the insecurity of touching someone and riding in the bus, going to library and everything. Yeah, I can understand how you feel. But Kushnit, um, where do you see your future? Do you see your future in Darwin? Yeah, Darwin is a good place to live. Oh, I'm... because you said you definitely prefer a city like Perth. So I was no, thinking probably when no, no, you no. will become a police officer, you will move. No, no, it's not like I told, I told you like, I have a lot of friends in Perth as well because I spent a lot of, I spent like one and a half year over there. But yes. I feel like when I, because my study here is three years. So when I, I'm even now quite okay with Darwin as well. After the study, if, no, there is not if and no, but I feel like Darwin is my kind of city as well. I'll be able to live here. Like after completing my study, if I get the work permit here, I will definitely be okay to work here. Especially yeah. if you don't uh, like to go out too much and if you if you like the yeah. way. I think it's a good place to live, yeah. Yeah, it is. As you know, I'm not that kind of person who really go out a lot and everything. So Darwin is okay for me. Darwin is really okay. I think uh, we are coming to the end. Kushnit, we know that uh, the next um, Korean drama is waiting for you, so... You don't want to steal too much time. <laughs> but I want to ask one more question. Um, who is cooking the best butter chicken in Darwin? <laughs> I think this is, this is like, I'll tell you, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> ah, yes, so right, you're vegetarian. I can't, I, I can't tell you who's cooking the best butter chicken here. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, so which is the best? Sorry, then it's gone. Uh, so then, who, uh, which is the best Indian restaurant? I am vegetarian, so but you have to is, eat something. Yeah, I prefer to eat in Nando's. You know, yeah, because they have good option for the vegetarians. But they are usually I also like, specialized on chicken, no? Yeah, they are, but they have the vegetarians option, like the veggie pitas, like veggie burgers as well. So I like their options. I kind of prefer prefer the Nando's food. No, I think we had a good conversation with Kushnit and I'm really happy to know you because it's not, it doesn't happen every day to know someone uh, that is just 18. So, achieve, achievable? Can I say achievable? I think you can. Yes, okay. And uh, I know you're a good girl with a specific goal to reach. And I always known that you want to become a police officer. And I, I think when you will finish your study, you can have a good career. 
So thank awesome. you very much, Kushni, to be part of our podcast. And I hope you the best in Darwin. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. It was really fun. Do you have any last message for the international students community? Uh, I will just say to the international students, just don't like, just stay calm and stay at home and stay safe. This is the only thing we should do at this time because, you know, the life is still going on. So it will be fine soon and we all will be get, able to get the job and live really peacefully and happily. So at this moment, just hashtag stay safe and stay home. Thank you very much to all the listeners, especially if you listen till the end. We would like to add the information that Kushnit is looking for a room at the moment. She would prefer to live around uh, the CDU. So if you know someone or if you are renting a room at the moment, please let us know or write directly to her on Facebook. <laughs>